Bitcoin, or any other cryptocurrency. That's the sound of the money truck backing up to your front door, Hoss. No money's going to put money into a crazy scheme like that. Okay, here comes the catch. This has to cost a lot of money. Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency. Bye, bye, bye. Yes, the money is good. We don't have that much time left. Let's talk rocket ships. First, Bitcoin. Three, two, one. This is Crypto Karma with the sensei of cryptocurrency, Nick Green. Welcome to Crypto Karma. This is Nick Green, talking to all my Bitcoiners and no-coiners out there and welcoming you to the world of crypto. Remember, with Bitcoin, you got to strike hard and strike fast. Cryptocurrency is taking over the world, and that is no joke. I want to wish everybody a happy 420 out there, and there's something else getting hyped. Well, it's not what you think. It's the price of Dogecoin. Today has been officially renamed Doge Day. So as weird as that sounds, and I know that there's a lot of people not happy about it, at the same time, this is getting a lot of attention in the financial revolution that we are experiencing. This is literally a landscape changer in the world of economics, as you and everybody you know either has Dogecoin or has been investing in it and trying to figure it out. So let's recap on the prices because a whole lot has happened in the world of cryptocurrency. Right now, Bitcoin, $56,000. Ethereum, $2,300. Link, touching that all-time high right under 40 bucks at 38.87 today. Binance coin, which I want to remind you, a coin with intrinsic value on an exchange that you need to utilize and buy other coins will forever go up in value. If money is always going in there, if the volume is always going up, if they do what is called a coin burn and cutting down the supply, well, the value of Binance coin or any other coin for that matter that is in the same boat is exponentially going to increase over time. So $572, a new all-time high, sure, but this is nothing compared to what it would do. So that's one boat you may not have missed. Ripple, right back up. Again, it doesn't care about the SEC. It's looking at $1.43. We're expecting three to four bucks in the near future. And Litecoin over the weekend had a nice high of about 320 bucks. It did dip. We're around 265 today. And we have targets with Litecoin at $350 that we're expecting to see over the next couple of weeks. So very exciting time with these prices, with this market. We had a flash crash, but this is just normal. Remember, cryptocurrency is a roller coaster. You got to really hold on tight. You got to take the highs and lows. If you're not setting stop losses, you're not trading, you're investing a little bit, you can stare at it every day, but don't take action. Just let it happen. Let it do what it does. Bitcoin, it's going to it's gonna take care of you if you take care of Bitcoin properly. Don't move it. Don't trade it. Don't sell it. Just hodl. Another wonderful day at Crypto Harma. And what's really interesting with these prices and everything is that it took a long time to get here. And a lot of people think if you're new to the market that you just jump in, you invest some money and you're going to get rich, but that's not how it goes. So I want to say a little bit about what it is that I did, right? I explained to everybody in the first episode how I got into crypto. And in 2016, I started off, of course, losing money. You know, it was 500 bucks in Litecoin that ended up making me quite a bit of cash. But uh, 2017, market shot up, 2018, bull run. Uh, There's a lot of exciting things going on in the world of altcoins. And I was up probably forty or $50,000 and I got to watch all of that fall right back down close to zero. We didn't hit zero. I had a few thousand bucks to play with and trade my way up. But my point is, you know, I, I wasn't educated enough in it. I didn't know everything. Everybody loses sometime, but you got to get back up and learn from that. And what I did is I was able to take all those experiences. I had about a year, year and a half in the market, uh, learning about what it is, understanding crypto, really trying to get knee deep in this. And I started to really understand the sacrifice is how you get reward. This is a big opportunity for everybody to make money. There's a lot of people making money around me. I saw the potential. I understand the emerging market and the digital revolution and blockchain. And at that time, I realized, well, there's some foresight here. 
In my future, I want to have myself a Tesla. So I want to share with you guys exactly how it is that I got mine. Right back in 2019, early early 2019 it was, probably around January, I told my wife, I want the new Tesla S. We were, we were, I was getting ready for a new car. I had an older one and it was a nice car. There's nothing wrong with it, but I wanted a Tesla. It was cool. It was my dream car. It was electric. It's amazing. I don't even need to explain it. If you don't get it, you'll never get it. And my wife also said, you're never going to get it. She thought she was in vogue for a minute there. But the truth is, uh, I couldn't afford it then. It was definitely out of my range, but we figured out a compromise here and here's what i did i told my wife i said i'm going to sell my car my perfectly good car that i have right now i'm going to sell it i'm going to take every single dollar i'm going to put that into my cryptocurrency trading investing bitcoin the whole nine yards we're going to share a car so we're going to share one car pick up the kids drop off the kids grocery shopping take you to get your nails pick you up from getting your nails leave me stranded at home hopefully not run out of gas two people one car two kids it is the exact chaos you would expect it to be and i made a promise to myself that by my birthday in october I would not only have enough money to buy my Tesla, but to also prove and validate that I could continue to afford it. Now, sure, I do make other money with other businesses and other things, but it's very important for me to dedicate all of my efforts and profits from cryptocurrency and have something tangible for it, something, not just a couple vacations and some cool stuff. Yeah, we've been taking profits and making money, but it's something really life-changing for me, my experience of everyday transportation. With that sacrifice, she said, great, if you could handle one car and actually trade your way up, then go get any Tesla you want. Well. That's all I needed to hear. I got into it and that was probably when I learned the most. I joined trading groups. I found mentors. I realized there's people out there making millions of dollars and trading millions of dollars every day. The little bit that I had, and a little bit is always relative based on who you are, you know, we we're probably somewhere around $30,000, $40,000 that I had to work with in the beginning of 2019. That story ends in October with me at the Tesla dealership ordering my brand new Tesla S. That is exactly the car I wanted. Woo woo. And I earned it. It was a pain in the ass. It was horrible. The first few months of sharing a car with my wife was awesome. Not going to lie. More time with the kids. It was great with her. After about four or five months, when you can't just hop into your own ride and have your independence, or she's gone and the kids need to be picked up and go to school early in the morning, it got taxing. It really, really sucked. And my, my story about this is that you got to kind of experience a little bit of pain. You have to really appreciate it. If I didn't have one car for almost a year, well, would I appreciate my Tesla as much as I do now? <laughs> Probably, yes, let's be honest. It's a badass car. But at the end of the day, I have a lot of pride with it. I'm able to look at it and know that I earned every single mile I drive on that. And it all came from having that sacrifice, from being patient, from learning from other people, manifesting what I wanna do and seeing the vision. There was nothing that was gonna stop me. <laughs> nothing was gonna stop me. Not even uh, being stuck at home, stranded summertime, while wife is out with the kids, or she took the car to the beauty salon or I can't go somewhere in the evening. There, there's all types of obstructions that got into it, but I also didn't want to cut myself short. I didn't want to not reach my goal and just go buy another car. I really wanted to make something life-changing for myself, prove that I could do it and get to the finish line. So I did. It was quite amazing to trade my way up and to be able to tell people, oh, you got a Tesla, it's really nice. And it's like, yeah, thanks to Bitcoin, here I am. And I got to a real nice point that I wanted to be. So that was in the end of 2019. I learned more and continue to grow and not spend all my money on my car, but to continue to keep a large amount of money invested in a cryptocurrency while I continue to trade all the way through 2020. So it was a boring year and kind of bad for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. But without getting into that, it helped me focus. It helped me stay on track with what my goals were. I still did my work from home and I was able to dive into cryptocurrency even further. And fast forward all the way through 2020, here we are now in 2021, my wife and I are the proud franchise owners of Nectar Juice Bar. We have stores open in Lehigh, Utah, Castle Rock, Colorado, 
Colorado Springs. We have stores under construction in Colorado Springs. We're expanding into other markets and are on track to have seven stores by the end of this year. We got a couple investment homes. We're buying a new house and my wife's Tesla brand new Model X is on order. A lot of hard work happened between then and now to get here, but I could tell you without cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, I would not be able to make these proud statements that I have today. It took sacrifice, it took work, it took vision, and diversity is something you learn in the cryptocurrency market because just as much as one coin could succeed and make you a lot of money, well, you also have to count on one failing. You have to count on losing some money and you have to count on not just making the safe bets if you're really trying to get rich. You gotta make some, some sacrifices, you gotta have some patience, and then at the end of the day, by diversifying how my family and I earn my income and where I spend my money and the future I'm trying to plan for my kids and my family, I was able to take a lot of those principles and apply it to our life. Yeah, we're spread a little thin and I live in the world that starts with chaos and ends in chaos, but I love it and I wouldn't do it any other way. And I've got Bitcoin to thank for that. I know I'm not the only person out there. There's a lot of people who took too long and every day I live with just a little tiny smidge of regret for not getting in sooner. There's always that what if, and you can't dwell on that. But it's hard when you realize a couple hundred bucks could literally have made you a millionaire if you just were patient for a few years. And by a few, I mean four, five, or six. And then you could really end up where you want to be. But today what we're going to do is try something a little different. We're going to go into the crypto journey and we're going to talk to a friend of mine who just started his crypto journey last year. He has done some amazing things with his portfolio. He was not an IT guy. He has never been into cryptocurrency, not a tech guy, blockchain, any of that. In fact, he was a bartender. Him and I went to high school together, and I couldn't be more proud now. My good friend, Jared, and we're going to find out about his crypto journey. So, Jared, you've known me a very long time, all the way since high school, many years. Long time. So you've known me yeah. even since yeah. I started getting into crypto and Bitcoin. What I want to hear from you is basically, when is the first time you heard about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin? I mean, I had heard about Bitcoin all the way back when people were still calling them Bitcoins. I assumed that they were some sort of a gaming token. Or I knew about the online gambling situation, this kind of stuff, but I thought it was more like the stuff that you won through kind of video game stuff, and then maybe you could trade them in for like, uh, you know, some sort of prizes online somewhere, <laughs> kind of like skee-ball tickets when we were when we were kids. I yeah, do. I, I still I, have some saved, by the way. I'm... Now, I'm a working stiff. I've been a bartending, pastry chef now, all these things. So I've, I, so I've worked, so I've never had any kind of a, of a savings. What drove me this direction was I inherited a very modest five-figure inheritance from my grandparents who passed a few years ago, and I didn't want to obviously just burn through it. I'm old, so I took basically 75% of it and invested it in what, what my brother told me to do was throw it in Vanguard. And your expectation is to double your money over 10 years. Is that right? Yeah, that's something I just, something I assumed was, again, again, I'm not a money man. I did sure. it totally brand new to me. It's a chuckle. He goes, oh, well, we would all love that. It's <laughs> what he, he says, okay? So my, my, my confidence balloon was just brimming, brimming with helium at this point in time. I was so excited to be giving to be giving more money than, I, than I'd ever had to this gentleman. And, and so now so he, I, he burst your bubble. So I, so I left it in there for a year. I had seen you post if you had invested 100 bucks in bitcoin 10 years ago that whole stat when i had been waiting for the opportunity your posts were posts were definitely ringing my ears over time and i gave vanguard a good solid year and and some change from what my brother had told me he was like no well, that seems pretty good what you got back there to me <laughs> you know I, and they, you know it was it was it was traditional I wasn't pleased Give me, give me a number, approximately in a Vanguard. Uh, a, a percentage of, of, of well, my gains? Well, what was, yeah, we want to figure out how much did you make in a year with a traditional asset. So, okay, okay, so I put in about, so I put in about 35K and I got 3,800. Yeah, it's hard to do math with such low numbers. 
and I don't even know these these these, these realms anymore. I'm like, right. I'm like, um, I, yeah. Great. It, uh, it was about it was about fifteen months. Fifteen months, and your goal is yeah. to compound interest for ten years and double that money. So, and you're really totally. only you're getting less. You're getting less than the broker. You're totally. getting less than Vanguard. So, roughly ten percent was your take of about a year and a half, right? So, I, I have a two-sided question here. The first one's going to be, what exactly held you back from investing into crypto for so long let's do that first and then we want to find out what made you finally pull the trigger because a lot of people out there are a lot of what ifs you know is this a good time is this a good time i've been posting on facebook for years and i've i've helped family friends and it's funny the way psychology works is when bitcoin was a thousand bucks nobody wanted it but then when it was twenty five thousand dollars i get a bunch of phone calls and then when it drops to fifteen and ten thousand nobody wants it it's a bubble it's going to pop eight thousand nobody wants it it's $50,000. I have like 50,000 emails from people asking, how do I buy Bitcoin? And I'm like, where were you guys? Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Yeah, you're going to make money, yeah. but you've missed, a, you know, the boat you missed on. You missed a my, yacht. My, my, mom, my mom will be asking me also in a few years. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, she'll wait till it's a million bucks. <laughs> Jerry, she will. Exactly. how do I get my hands and, and, on these and Bitcoins? She'll be, she'll be calling it the Bitcoin because that's, that's what a whole people do with stuff that they're, you know, that they're, that they're afraid of. Explain to your mom that it's not tangible and there's not a real coin. That's going to be an hour-long conversation. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, before, yeah. so first, yeah. why were you hesitant? What, what held you back for so long? Forget about the money. What held you back? Right. I think that honestly, to be, to be honest with you, what held me back was just basically, so I had come from living in New York City, uh, like in New York City for, I think I was there for about 13 years, to San Francisco for about 15 after that. And uh, I just didn't have ever have any kind of extra money to put into something like that. It was like, I mean, I, it was the two most expensive cities in the country yeah. and choosing that I was like pa- passing on, on investing in Bitcoin. It was like investing, but who knows, who knows anything about that? I'm, tr- I'm still trying to like do this, that and the other, you know what I mean? And right, so right. it was like, so, so that way of thinking had not come into my, to my world yet. However, my grandparents, I, you know, we, it was, it was, it was fairly easy to time uh, the passing of both of my grandparents. And so I, and it was the years, Meeting up, it was certainly was becoming bigger and bigger on my radar mm. for sure. The the inevitable. Okay, so it, did you at that time before you got educated on it? Did you realize you could just put in a hundred bucks, or did you think you have to buy an entire no. Bitcoin? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I I knew nothing. I really I really didn't really know anything. Got it. Got it. So now, sixteen months after your charming thirty eight hundred bucks from Vanguard, that's um, gas money for people who have gas cars for the year. And then totally. we we move on. Hey, you didn't pull the trigger immediately. We had quite a few phone calls. You spent a lot of time looking at this. Where was that like light bulb where you realized, okay, I. I'm going to liquidate and I'm going to go all in. What is that turning point? I really had a solid impending feeling that this year for the DXY was just really not going to be awesome for me to stare at mm-hmm. in Vanguard. Mm-hmm. And I just knew that. And I, and I, and so I said to myself, like at very worst, yeah, I'm not looking to pull it out to spend it. I just would like, I just don't want to sit there and watch it just do what it, what I can't only imagine it's, it's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not going to do. Yeah. There's, there's no way. So what made me say, well, what should I, what, what would I do with it in the meantime? And I said, you know, it's time for me to take a bit further look into this. And it was all, also something that in the, that in my heart I also said something is going on here that I need to pay attention to mm. and I need to get on top of mm. uh, and now's the time nice and I honestly when I had gotten in contact with you and by the time I pulled all my money out of Vanguard I remember it was Christmas Eve I pulled all my money out of Vanguard I had every theme boat and full ahead <laughs> and like I talked to you and I was put I had like you know like I had I had some money in the bank and I said I can put some money in now 
um, while I'm waiting for my Vanguard to clear. And it was like, it was like I was the guy, hold the elevator, please. And, <laughs> and was like the last one to squeeze in for like a really nice little thing that made me say, this is my religion. This nice. is, I, I'm, I'm in this to win this. This is like, this is awesome. And then I really started to dive in to get to know, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so no, the, these are all really good things because I think a lot of people experience the hesitancy, the what the hell is this? It sounds weird. Yes. So many questions. And, and, you know, you bring up moms and, and grandparents and the, there's a lot of people in, in an older generation. You know, we're not even young guys anymore. And here we are on top of this crypto game. But a lot of people just yeah. still, they don't understand. And they're afraid of what they don't know. And I want, I want that to be clear that you did research. You you uh, yes. you dove all over YouTube, the internet, Google, <laughs> being brave. Absolutely, I, I, for for me, I was all in within about ten days. I was like, "Why do I still have money in the bank? It's doing yes. nothing." Exactly. And I was like, "But I'm the type of person that that does something like that." But in order for me to be able to sleep and to rest and to eat, I need to have that solid foundation of knowing that there's other people in this thing that would lose way much way much more money than I would if it just crumbled. So they're not going <laughs> to let that happen. Correct. I can go up and down. I can deal with the rapids and all of that stuff. I know that somebody's there like, oh, no, 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 don't worry, we're working on you. We're not, we're not, <laughs> we're not, yeah. And, 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 and I came in after all of, after you did all the dirty work and all of the hard stuff and all of this up all night. I mean, I was still up all night. The, the, the anguish is, is, is as fun as the glee. Yes. Yeah, so, so the glee is the fun part to talk about. Now, here we yeah. are. So this was December, Christmas Eve. You had some petty cash in your account. You set yeah. up your exchanges. What is the biggest challenge you had with setting up with an exchange? Oh, boy. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> yeah, okay. So first of all, uh, I have to have to roll with Coinbase because of the state that I live in. It's one of the, the restricted states for Binance, which makes things difficult for me. Mm -hmm. Coinbase is really user-friendly, which is great. So the, the, the difficult... Stuff is really just the the the, uh, the hesitancy that people want when it with with moving their money around like that, and, and the money's moving up and down really quickly, and it's just it can be a very scary scary thing if you have no idea the terminology, the technology, the you know. Of course, it makes sense. So basically, Coinbase was the easiest. That's your ride or die. It, it got you in. Yeah. You still use it. It has to be. It has to be. Yeah. It, it, even though it's not your favorite, it's not by choice, but it, it's kind of like, yeah. you know, the, the end of the night, the last girl at the bar is the one that you're going home with. So oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this, is, this is the exchange you're taking home. So now that's December or Christmas Eve. You're never going to forget January, February, March, April. Here we are now in 420. So April 20th, just four and a half. We could even call it five months later. You cashed out your retirement of a traditional asset class. That was making you gas money every year. And, and then what is your portfolio looking like just five months later? If you ask me one minute to the next, it's definitely a fluctuation. But I would say that I'm up about 300% from, from five months ago. And I have made, some, so I've made many an error along the way and have lost a lot of money along the way. But um, again, just following good advice and uh, good technical analysis and being patient. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, you know on guard at all times, but I'm up. Okay, so awesome. so let's back up a little bit. Five months. What's that magic number? Of how much you've gained? Uh, Forty-two, mm -hmm. and my high my highest point was one thirty-two. Wow, a hundred thousand dollar profit in five months. Correct. That's ridiculous. And that, it is. It is. <laughs> that it is, is ridiculous. And, and something that I and it's something that I don't really share with it with anybody else. I'm not I'm not really around anybody these days. <laughs> it, but it's just it, it's, it's nothing. To right. Right. It, 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 for, for others, for others it's, it's frustrating to them, 
if they if they want to know, then man, boy, do I want to tell them. But if they don't really, then then just leave them out because they're just not going to. It's hard to wrap your minds around. Absolutely, so, you know? I always say it moves at the speed of crypto because it changes literally by the hour, by the minute, yes. day to day. There's no 24 hour news cycle. It's like 24 minutes. I need these. I need this kind of stuff in my life. I need <laughs> to, to to move like this coming from you know. Yes, you know, that it juiced up your account pretty nicely. So that's that that's remarkable, and it, and obviously gains. You got in right before, right at the crest of of the bull market that we're probably coming close to halfway into and we're not we're definitely not there yet we have a couple waves to go bitcoin has a lot of targets to reach you like you said you called it a religion which i think is great because there's so much to yeah. this and it does yeah. start to take it starts to influence your life how you think how you look at money how you look at people who are not in bitcoin there's bitcoiners and, and no coiners and and it's like a whole different class of people they either know about the future and and what's happening and the digital trends and where the economy is going and here you are you went from being a bartender to basically, you're, every day you're checking up on the news of macroeconomics yeah, and, on a global scale. I'm like, I'm, I'm on, the, I'm on, the, I'm on trading view, hooking up my stochastic RSI, <laughs> getting my Bollinger Bands kicking. I mean, I'm, I'm like in it. My lady's like, "Who the hell are you right now?" And I'm yes. like, "I'm the guy making a hell of money from the couch." What advice do you have for somebody who is still sitting on the fence? They're still wondering, did I miss the boat? Should I get on it? Um, what is a bitcoins? Uh, all that stuff. What, what's your advice to the person who's been listening? to other friends or looking at Facebook posts and wondering what a Dogecoin is. But what do you tell them? You know, I just really say, and again, I'm not a financial advisor. It's not financial advice. Yeah, um, of course. I would really <laughs> like to say that uh, if you have a couple grand or something sitting around that you got the patience to let and watch see something happen, a couple of easy spots that you could really put it down on. And again, if there's going to be some ups and downs, but by the end of the year, you're going to see an up and have, have a little patience and have a little bravery mm-hmm. and just try a new way because things imagines new right. things looks up. It's just, you know, it's a changing so. landscape. And if you don't take risk, yeah. you're not going to make anything. I don't believe in investing just what you're comfortable with. Personally, I, I'm again, not a financial advisor, but I like to practice what I preach and I like to be high risk. When you bet big, you win big. And God forbid yeah. <laughs> we lose, we're all avoiding some sharks. Yeah, for sure. Your journey is remarkable and it's only been six months. And it's not to say it's going to be like this forever. There's ups and downs, but it's definitely something that I think a lot of people could relate to. You really need to be patient um, and, and it's hard, but you do. Awesome. I, I think that's really good yeah. advice. Thank you very much for taking the time to share your honest, you. open journey. So there sure has been a lot of time talking about Dogedoy and Dogecoin, but you cannot talk about the world of cryptocurrency and ignore one of the biggest meme coins in the world, not to mention a seven-year-old joke that has made people millions of dollars. That's, that's correct, millions of dollars. Here we are today. I want to remind everybody that if you invested just $500 in June of 2018, we're talking three years ago, people, that today is worth $860,000 should you have put it all in Doge, not sold it, didn't touch it, didn't trade it, just huddled and let it sit. If you did the exact same thing in 2016, $500, that Dogecoin would now be worth over $1.1 million today. So time and patience will get you there, but it doesn't come without risk. So there's two things about Dogecoin. First off, there's a Dogecoin billionaire out there. As I said, immutability comes with traceability and we're able to see the wallets. There is a guy out there who's been holding Dogecoin for a couple of years. He has 30 Six billion seven hundred eleven million Dogecoins. Today, he is worth fifteen billion dollars in Dogecoin alone. Well, I should say she, since we really do not know who that person is, and they could just obliterate the market by cashing out. The funny thing is, I think it's Elon Musk. 
Sure, I could be wrong, but I don't know a lot of billionaires that promote Dogecoin on Twitter, and then they just watch the value of their portfolio skyrocket. And in fact, people who are millionaires and billionaires, if there's something they know how to do, it's make money. And if people like to follow them and make money, they could influence it, and they realize pushing the people's coin is really helping the people who push the coin. So we could all be making hundreds or thousands or millions of dollars while somebody is making billions. And that's the advantage of having this open market and cryptocurrency in a free world. Interesting, though, there's a downside. There's always a downside. What goes up must go down. Ah, that's a little too simple. What people don't realize is that cryptocurrency has a lot of rules. It has its own rules, and each coin plays a little bit differently. Dogecoin, on the other hand, prints 14 million coins per day. Now, that's not as bad as the United States government. It is not going to be $2 trillion every couple of months printed out of thin air and then used basically to hedge inflation and... Uh, that money is basically used to hedge inflation. It brings down the value of our dollar. It's going to destroy the stock market and millions of lives as you know it. But who am I? I'm not the president. I'm simply the president-elect. And I've nominated myself to be the president of Bitcoin. But back to that 5 billion coins per year. So think about that. Something with an unlimited supply that constantly recreates itself. It's really hard to be a millionaire at this point when it is a, a cycle that will forever go on. You know, Litecoin intrinsic value, Ripple intrinsic value, Binance coin, they burn and limit the supply on a quarterly basis. Bitcoin, there's only 21 million. So one of the best things about why these guys are stores of value is because there is a limited supply. There is a market cap. There's a certain amount that is going to elevate the value of the coin, how much it could be used and how many people could actually own it. Remember, there's not enough Bitcoin out there for every millionaire in the United States, let alone the world, to own just one. Now, since I put myself up in a place where I own multiple Bitcoins, well, I own more than the majority of millionaires in this world. Too bad I don't have all their money, but at least I got a couple of Bitcoins and that's going to catch up. So before you invest in Dogecoin, I'm not saying not to do it. There's still a lot of legs left and there's millions of people who are going to push this to a dollar. It will get there, mark my words. But you got to be really careful and investigate where you put your money and how much you do it. I go all in. I'm a risky guy. That's how I like to, I like to live and I like to play with my money. So yeah, I'm in Dogecoin, but I don't put all my eggs in that basket. That's fun money. That's play money for me. I put some in. I, in fact, have a really sad story that I want everyone to pay attention to. I have my money on two exchanges. I bought Dogecoin two years ago, little under two years. And remember those stats I gave you earlier? Well, I had about 300 bucks on some exchange. And for whatever reason, cleaning things up, I don't know what I was doing, moving stuff around, and I sold it. I basically sold what is the equivalent of $100,000 today. Under $1,000 investment two years ago, and my wife's going to kill me now as she hears this on the air, that's 100, 100 grand gone. We'll never see it again. I was impatient. I moved it. I forgot it. I sold it for something else. Who knows? But my point is there's a million people out there like me who make very innocent little mistakes because we ran out of patience. Well, the good thing is I have some redemption values, which is how my wife is getting her new Tesla. I was able to buy Dogecoin last year. The funny thing is my wife's the one who told me. She said, you sold it and don't have any. I said, yes. She said, you're an idiot. Buy some Dogecoin because everybody's got it. It's going to do something. She said, you're an idiot. You need to buy it. Everybody has it, and we've been around this long enough to know that it's going to go up. Only up, she said, for Dogecoin. So, hmm, $1,500, $2,500, under $3,000 is what I put into it. And now, about hundred grand later, my wife's happy again, <laughs> and she's getting her car. So, it's not such a bad Doge day afternoon, but you just got to really know that with the good comes some bad. You got to understand your risk and know what you're getting into. Once we see a dollar, yeah, I'm taking some serious profits. I'm going to ride the wave until then. I'm going to take it out and make some use of my money probably put some into other cryptocurrencies and of course take some out to have some fun and take care of my family. 
And that's how I like to play it. I have a whole lot of different coins at different risk levels and different amounts of equity, different amounts of capital, and they all give different returns. So you got to make your decisions and people like to say, do your own research. And it's never too late to learn. Did we miss this boat? No. Are you going to make a thousand percent on Dogecoin? Maybe. Did you miss the boat on Dogecoin? Well, sure. You missed a few thousand percent gains. It's never going to go back to under a penny. But if you're patient, if you do buy now and you're going to wait a couple of years, well, then you could be telling the same story about how you got your new car and made a few hundred thousand dollars off a minimal investment. So you can be very patient with those diamond hands, but please make sure you do your own research. If you're going to go all in, go all in with the right coins and stay on top of it. There's always somebody to learn from. There's always somebody bigger who bet more, who lost more and has something to share. So of course, I wish you all luck. I really hope everybody is able to take something away from this episode. I want you guys to get into this and realize it is not too late. I want to see everybody win. Everybody make money. Everybody's going to be happy. And we're all going to win in this together. That's it for Crypto Karma this week, brought to you by JWH Finance, the leader in residential mortgage lending. You could go to jwhfinance.com to learn more about us as the best residential mortgage lender in the country. The reason I say that is, of course, I'm very proud to be a part of it. And you can reach me directly through there, nick at jwhfinance.com. But not only that, we're one of the only mortgage lenders with five-star reviews. We're a direct lender, which means we're not a broker, and we actually control the direction and the pace of your loan to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac standards. We get your loan done quickly and efficiently. Our average refinance closes in two and a half weeks and our average purchase in just 20 to 25 business days. The other thing we get to do is not charge any lender fees. Of course, there's points should you want to buy the rate down below market, which is very common these days for those rates under 3%, but there's also no junk fees, no admin, no processing, no credit report. That's not how we treat customers. We like things to be very simple, very clean, extremely affordable because we're all about making you happy. Again, that's jwhfinance.com, your best direct mortgage lender. And this is Nick Green with Crypto Karma reminding you that this show is for educational purposes only. This is not investment or financial advice. Explore the cryptocurrency universe with Nick Green on Crypto Karma. Learn about Bitcoin and blockchain, Ethereum, Dogecoin, and more. Buy and sell and trade and learn how to make some serious money with digital currency. And hear the podcast on Podbean.